Welcome to Cold Call Hero. I'm Daniel Hill, a commercial account executive. I'll play real life calls where you'll have the opportunity to critique me and I'll critique myself. Here I'm prospecting, discovering, setting appointments, saying the wrong thing, the right thing, messing up and winning. So welcome to the journey of a Cold Call Hero. What I've really enjoyed about this podcast, probably the most, is connecting with everybody. I've had some people reach out to me on Twitter and Facebook and a few through email. It's been really awesome connecting with y'all. So even if you just want to say hi, do it. I'm at Cold Call Hero. Pretty much just search Cold Call Hero on whatever social media platform and I'm there. Let's connect. Here's a new tactic that I've tried to get an appointment and it worked really well. This is my very first call to this person in this company and I land the appointment in less than a minute. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling the This is Braylon speaking. How may I assist you? Hey, calling for the GM, please. Speaking. Hey, uh, this is Daniel with Pest Control. I'm just calling to introduce myself and my company real quick. And there it is. Just calling to introduce myself and my company real quick. What are they going to say? No? Well, maybe. (laughs) But if they do, it would probably be an objection like, okay, well, we already have a company which is an objection that I've proved before is a pretty easy one to get around. But let's see how this pans out. I'm just going to introduce myself and my company real quick. Hi, how are you? Doing quite all right. Um, so like I said, I'm with Pest Control. We do like the and the um, I gave my three industry references and that mm-hmm mm-hmm. was really good because that shows that he knows who they are. They've all been really impressed with our quality and you can see our over 400 Google reviews that sort of point to that. Wanted to call and see if I could get on your calendar and maybe talk to you a little more about that, see how we could help you out. Sure. As a matter of fact, if you'd like to come by tomorrow, I'm open. Very good. What is a good time for you tomorrow? I'm pretty much open between 9 and 10. Well, let's go for it. Let's settle up in the middle and meet here at 9.30. 9.30. Awesome. I will see you then. All right. You have a wonderful day. All right. Thanks. You too. Bye. <laughs> And there it is. First time call lands an appointment in less than a minute. Now you can tell this guy is really friendly. And I said it before, people respond in kind. But to look back at this call, you'll see that once I introduced myself, it automatically lends itself for you to ask for an appointment and to get on their calendar. So it's like, look, this is who I am. This is who I'm with. This is why we're the best. And this is why I want to get on your calendar because those references that I've just listed, I can help you out the same way I've helped out them. Hello? Hey, George. This is Daniel with Pest Control. How's it going? Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Hey, this is Daniel with Pest Control. How's it going? Yeah, I know. I could have edited out that first pick up and silence, but it's just too real. Good enough. How you doing, Danny? Good, good. I just want to follow up with you. I'm about to ask this guy a bold question. And here's a little backstory. This is an account that I've been on, I've given the proposal to, and they're just not motivated to switch. So I'm going to try two more times. This time, if I don't get it, I'm going to put it in my calendar one more time, and then I'm going to cross it off my list. Really want to know what it would take to earn your business. And there it is. I want to know what it's going to take to earn your business because I've done everything I can and now it's in your hands. Uh, listen, we, we just haven't made a decision yet. Uh, we're, we're still trying to give them a chance. Um, okay. They did decent this month, so we're not ready to switch just yet. But uh, right, we still have your quote and I mean, if we do, we'll definitely consider it. Okay. 
good deal. Um, Budget-wise, how was I on price compare, compared to them? Uh, you were definitely higher. Uh, not okay. by a ton. Uh, you did, you did offer more services, though. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's in the ballpark. You'd definitely be in consideration. Good deal. And and I I know you said they did decent last month. I want to give you better than decent. <laughs> I, I want to give you the quality uh-huh. that y'all deserve in that building. I appreciate uh, you saying that. So. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let me know. If- oh, let me stop it right there. Man, that silence. That was two and a half seconds of silence that I was going to let play out. And it was so painful for me. <laughs> I just had to say something. But I felt like I had this drop the mic moment because this is a landmark in our city. And he said that they did decent. And I made the point that they deserve better than decent. And I should have let that silence ride out. Let's listen to it one more time. I want to give you the quality that y'all deserve in that building. I appreciate uh, you saying that. So. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let me know if anything changes. Otherwise, is it okay if I call you next month? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm sure. Okay. All right. Good deal. Thanks, man. All right, Dan. All right. Bye. bye. I'm going to record this follow-up and play it on an upcoming episode once I do it, but it sounds like he wants to settle with Decent. Hey, uh, Daniel. Hey, how are you? Alrighty, and uh, that one's telling me um, a quote of dollars, is that right? Yes, sir. You can tell by the way he picked up the phone that he had my number saved, so this obviously isn't a first-time cold call. This is after I've submitted the proposal and met with them and all this good stuff. And I know this is mostly about cold calls, which it is, but I've gotten a lot of questions about what to do after you've submitted the proposal. So here it is. And to give a little backstory on this, the quote I submitted wasn't the quote that he wanted and he wasn't hearing it. He wanted a specific type of treatment, so I'm going to give it to him. But I can't really play that part. But just imagine him saying that he didn't want that treatment that I proposed to him. So um, what I'll do is I'll resubmit the quote for a liquid treatment. Okay. And uh, then we'll hey, go uh, from there. I'm cleaning the, I'm cleaning the flower beds. The bush, the, the, uh, He's talking about some recommendations that I gave him before treatment. But what I want you to hear is that these recommendations were free. This recommendation was true whether he went with us or someone else, and people see value in that free education. So what can you offer that adds instant value, no matter what? Finished in the next day or two, and okay. give me another quote back over uh, for uh, whatever else you're doing. I'll be honest with you, she's got several quotes she's had come in to me, and we have... We have a relationship with one of the national companies. I don't know okay. if I want to keep using them or not because I haven't been just totally, uh, totally excited with them over over the years. They were better at one time than they are now. Sure. Well, here's the thing I'll say about that is we have worked really hard on our reputation, and if you Google us, you'll see we have over 400 reviews. All right. Uh, hey, yo, pick up your pen and paper because this is an invaluable tip, and it only works if it's true, obviously. But here's a question that you need to ask anytime price is an objection. And I had this backfire on me once, but I'll tell you about that. And it didn't really backfire. It helped me in the end. But check out this question. But I did want to ask you, are are you the cheapest in your industry for what you do? Um, Like the absolute? No, not really. Okay. Not not really. The reason I say that is because we're, we're not claiming to be the very cheapest and we don't want to be. We're all about quality. We want it done well. We want it done right. I stick my name on this stuff. Um, this is a lot of people say business isn't personal. Well, it is. <laughs> it is with us. Yeah. Because this is sure. this is this is what we do, and this is what we really care about. So we're going to do it well. 
we're going to do it right and you're going to get your money's worth and not have any termites. You, you, you probably been with them for a while then. Did yes, sir. I've been with them like... eight years. All right. So after I drop the mic, I pick it back up <laughs> because the question is, are you the cheapest at what you do? Are you the cheapest in your industry? And you don't want to say, are you the least expensive? You want to use the word cheapest because cheap implies quality. And if you ask someone they're the cheapest at what they do, they're going to say no. And that's your chance to say, well, us too. And you can even ask them why. And it's possible they'll say something about quality. And then you can agree. And then you have that thing in common. They'll see that, look, people don't choose your business because it's cheap. They choose it because of quality. And if that's the same as you, well, then you can drop the mic. <laughs> but I want to tell you this because this really happened to me a few months ago. I scored the cold call. He wanted the appointment. And this was a strategic partner. This is someone that would potentially offer me a lot of business. Well, we sit down, we start talking. I go over a little bit of ballpark pricing and he's already taken aback. And I say, look, are you the absolute cheapest in your organization? Are you the cheapest at what you do? And he sits back in his chair, crosses his arms and says, yep. All right, well, this isn't gonna work. And it didn't because I sell on quality and he can't relate to that. And that's okay. I mean, you don't go to McDonald's and ask for a steak. And I feel like that's what I did. So I'm out, no loss, because if that were a client of mine, he would always be looking for price. And that's not something I can deliver on all the time. And that only happened to me once, but Every time I ask it, people always say no, and they're proud not to be the cheapest because they have something more to offer. Don't you? Are you the cheapest in your industry for what you do? Um, like the absolute? No, not really. Okay. Not, not really. And that's the answer you want. And his response was kind of a compliment. You've probably been with them for a while then. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing it, but yes, I've been in this industry for a while, but he's saying that based on my confidence and the way I delivered it. And you can do the same thing. All right. All right. Well, fix that up for us. Uh, if you know later today, let Evelyn know or tomorrow. And we'll be looking for that information. I'm going up against two other quotes. You heard him say that. But I guarantee no one else is going to be fighting for it like I'm fighting for it. So what do you do that's different from everyone else? I'll get that over to you within the next few hours. Um, if you'd like me Thanks, to man. email it to Miss Evelyn. Yeah, you can do that to be fine. Okay. All right. I'll probably probably call and let her know you sent it to her so she'll be looking for it. Okay. Sounds good. I'll do that. Then. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, Thank sir. You. you got it. Talk to you later. He said today or tomorrow, I came back and said a few hours. Well, 15 minutes later, I sent that email. It's all about expectations. His expectation was tomorrow at worst. I reset the expectation to a few hours and then I surprisingly reset that expectation again by sending it to him fairly instantly. And then I just called him right back. Hey, hey, this is Daniel. Hey, Daniel, uh, got your uh, proposal. That looks good. When can you? Uh, when could you guys do it? Oh, so I closed the sale, huh? Well, I need a signature first. So he wants to know when we can do it. I'm gonna leverage that with a signature. We don't schedule until the proposal is actually signed, but we're about four business days out. Uh, could be a little that's, less. That's fine. But at where's So, so we'd probably be looking at maybe Monday, Monday or Tuesday, the first of next week or something like that. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, that's fine. Okay, well, we want to get together with you, sign it, but we want to see some uh, see some break, some detail, maybe a, a, a drawing in, in the detail about what, what we're going to do exactly. Got it. I'll get that to you today. Okay. So, good thing I said that because he wanted a little more information and a little more detail. I'm not leaving this one up to an email and a phone call. I'm bringing this to him to get it signed and close the deal and schedule it. And boom, it happened. That sale has been successfully won. Had a suggestion in my email from someone named Taylor. He says he likes my approach of how I ask to get on their calendar, but he would like to see it done a little differently. Like if you don't know who you're supposed to ask for, the decision maker's title. If you're selling something and you're not sure who would deal with what you're selling, what do you do? Well, this is Taylor's suggestion. And it's funny because in the same five minutes I got that email, I was talking to a friend who had mentioned if he were cold calling, he wouldn't know who to ask for, like to facilitate the change or to start the conversation. So his suggestion was to say something like this. Good afternoon. Thank you for calling me. Hey, what is the best way to get uh, an appointment with the person that would deal with your pest control service? And there it is. I like that approach, maybe for a beginner, a beginner in your industry, a beginner in sales and cold calling, but as far as advanced techniques go, I probably wouldn't use that one. If you've never made a cold call in your life, that's a perfect script. Hey, what is the best way to get uh, an appointment with the person that would deal with your pest control service? Because of pest control service? Yes. Um, I would go ahead and email them, honestly. Okay, that, that's a good idea. Uh, how... Yeah. Can you give me that email? Yeah, so it'll be M as in Mary. Okay, and is that the general manager? No, he's over engineering, but engineering doesn't oh, engineering, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then it'll be at com. Okay, do you happen to know who y'all use for that currently? Um, one second, let me find out one second. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, thank you very much for the help. No problem. You have a great one. You too. Bye. All right, bye. So that was a good call, right? I got a lot of information from it just from asking a really simple, honest question. And if I had no clue about who I was calling for, then she would have just given it all to me. I knew that I had to speak with the head of engineering, and she said it first. I didn't even say it. So really good discovery call and a really good discovery question. I tried this again, and I'll just play the meat of it, but he gave me an email too, but it was something like manager at whatever.com. So I didn't get a name. Uh, and can I get the GM's name? And I'll ask for them directly when I call. Uh, well, anything with uh, pest control is done through our operationals manager. I got uh, the GM. Oh, so check that out. That's actually really helpful. I thought he was giving me the general manager's email. He was giving me the operational manager's email so I can get directly to the person I need. But I still want a name. Okay, mm -hmm. and who would that be? Um, that'll be Stephanie. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks for that suggestion, Taylor. It really gets to the heart of my show where I'm interacting with listeners. But I want to touch on a point real quick that's really important. What if you get to the GM? What if you get to the vice president? And what if you get to the president? What if you reach someone that has nothing to do with what you're doing? They're just high in leadership. Well, that can be a good thing, and you can use that to your advantage. So let's say you reach Lisa, the president of the company, who says something like, look, I don't deal with that. What you can say is, okay, well, thank you so much for your time. I know this isn't exactly where you want to spend it. So who can you kick me down to that would have something to do with your pest control service? 
And she may say, well, you can call Scott. That's our director of operations. And then I would press for an email or even a direct line to him. Because then that's where it gets good. You call Scott and you say, hey, Scott, got your number from Lisa. You think he's listening now? You just name dropped the president who gave you authorization and the number to call him. So a good tip is to reach as high on the leadership ladder as possible when you're cold calling. Because when you reach that person, you can even say something like, hey, I know you're not usually the person that deals with this kind of thing, but who could you kick me down to that would deal with the pest control? Here's a listener question that I want to answer. I actually got this question twice this week. Trevor and Amanda both want to know in different words how I start cold calling logistically, how I handle lists and things. I don't just pick up the phone and call on a whim one day. I prep for about 10 minutes, psych myself up for the hard part, which is the first call when I'm still telling myself how much this sucks and how much I don't want to do it. Uh, The first 10 minutes of prep is reviewing scripts, saying them out loud, getting them fluid in my memory. I start with the intro, then the purpose, then I say my value statements. I practice out loud each objection and each situation until I feel ready. The logistics part of it, I do have a list and I started with a blank sheet. I have it labeled by industry. Uh, So let's say first I have hospitality. I'll have hospitality in bold and next to it, I'll have my references listed by name that I can bring up. The next line is the hotel name, the address, the phone number, and then the next is relevant notes like the decision maker, current provider, Then I skip a few spaces and write another. Once I start making cold calls, I write down notes. Every Monday morning, I have in my calendar to go update those notes, my cold call list from the week, transcribing my notes into things I need to remember for the next time. So week one, this list was one page. But by week two, it was one page. (laughs) Because I got such a slow start. It was just so hard for me to get used to. It was... Like I always say, the hardest part is picking up the phone. So yeah, I had one page for a while. But by week seven, which is the time I'm recording this, I have eight pages. If one call doesn't work out, I use the strikeout format on the text so I can still see it and know not to keep trying there. And this is more for target accounts. Now that I'm ready to call and I've practiced, I like to ruin a call on my first one. And by that, I mean I call an account that I don't want or that I know won't pan out, that's out of my service range, just something that I know I'm not going to get or don't want to get. And that makes me feel super confident, like I can just say whatever I want (laughs) and it'd be okay because I'm not getting the account. Almost like a prank call. (laughs) That's not something I really do anymore, but in the beginning, it really helped me out. So, after all that, I am 100% not quite ready. (laughs) But here's the thing. If you wait until you're ready, you may never do it. So what are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. And there we go, episode five. This is a critical point in the podcast, so your ratings on iTunes and other platforms mean more now than ever in terms of ratings. So that'd really mean a lot if you could do that for me. Now, if you want to say hi or connect, if you have tips, suggestions, advice, things you want me to say or try, you can email me at coldcallhero at gmail.com or you can find me on socials. I'm on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Cold Call Hero. 
And this show is a one-man show from the creation of the music to the production, so your support really means everything. Thank you. Don't believe in the shadow in the night, cause they'll disappear in